Let's talk about junk fees. You know, those are the fees that are tacked on to the initial price of a product or service that hide or inflate the total cost. You've all paid them. Just think about that for a second. Baggage fees. There's the cancellation fees, cell phone surcharges or service fees on concert tickets. Now, the government of Canada, of course, announced their intention to crack down on junk fees as part of the 2023 budget, which was announced yesterday. Um, And it sounds great makes a flashy headline, uh, but that's all it is right now. There has to be a commitment there in regards to doing so. Now, the budget itself, announced yesterday, doesn't allocate any additional funds for uh, for going after those junk fees. The government instead says it pledges pledges new legislative amendments to reduce junk fees uh, in industries ranging from telecom, that would be cell phones, to shipping, to air travel. So it sounds good. They will will have to bring in amendments or laws to, of course, uh, have an impact if that were to go ahead. Of course, the the, um, Canadian government is following uh, the lead of the U.S. government, which also wants to reduce junk fees for concert fees, airline ticket fees, and early service uh, cancellation fees as well. But can it be done? Can it be meaningful for those of us who obviously don't want to be paying those excessive baggage fees? Or in some cases, when you're going to a concert and you get hit with all those service fees, joining me now to talk about the issue of junk fees, particularly on ticket services when it comes to concerts, is Kingsley Bailey, General Manager of VancouverTicket.com. Kingsley, thanks for joining us. Jazz, thanks for having me. Much appreciated. And I just want to start off with one word that's going to get all your listeners interested. Predatory. Predatory, predatory. This whole problem starts when when you have a, uh, a group of individuals that are greedy and they have an opportunity to take advantage of the consumer. And until there's legislation in place, and I can go into this with you, mm-hmm. there is. it's not going to stop. We need to have transparency and and as long as that's not going to happen, there is no way we're going to continue to talk about this till the cows come home. Yeah, what what amazed me about yesterday uh, was that they announced this thing, but it's like you know these things have been going. This has been going on for what ten, fifteen years for baggage fees or service fees. Uh, you cancel yourself when you get nailed for that. All these little fees that are there. So let's. Uh, so I understand needing legislation to go after this. So let's just say I'm, I'm still relevant and hip from a different era, or for <laughs> for the present moment, and I wanted to go to Drake for, for a moment. If I buy a ticket for Drake, what kind of things would I get dinged with right now? Well, first off, there's, they're only going to release 10% of the tickets to, to give an artificial demand, like there's a huge demand, but how can you really justify a, a term dynamic pricing when you've only released 10% of the seats? Hmm. It's predatory. So first off, they've got you thinking it's, there's such a huge demand for these tickets, and so all of a sudden you're paying exorbitant prices for those seats. So it, 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 the way it starts, it, it's impossible for you to really come up with an exact number on how it works. Um, oh, I think we just lost you, Kingsley. There. No, no, you didn't lose. I'm just right here. I just had somebody walk in. All right. So uh, you were just you were just talking about the, the predatory nature of this. So the only solution in your mind, it really is legislation that just out just fundamentally makes it illegal to charge service fees. Yeah. Right now, right now, it's the wild, wild west. They can get away with and do whatever they want. And realistically, this is predatory. The consumers has been taken advantage of, and it's continued to be taken advantage of. And you can also look at it, it touches everything. You can look at shrinkflation. It, you know, all of a sudden, they've got record numbers of all these corporates 
making all these record numbers of dollars, and they're saying that it's because of uh, there's limitations on the transportation. Uh, there's a shortage here. There's a shortage there. For some reason, there's always seems to be an excuse of why it goes up, but all of a sudden, when you realize that hey, that shortage is there should be no shortage anymore because we're back to normal, but the prices don't go down. Or what happens is it's shrinkflation. You're getting you're getting less for more. Mm-hmm. Um, how did it start in, in 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 the ticket business? Like when did it start? Where where somebody's came up with the idea of a service fee and just said, you know what, this we can get away with this. Well, I, I can't give you the exact number when it started, but I can say this much is. When Ticketmaster went digital, they did not get rid of the service charges. The service charges stayed. And, and I know that um, I had a couple of um, uh, individuals contacting me and asking me, well, why is there still a service charge when there's no more service? And I guess they reached out to Ticketmaster and they were unable to, uh, to respond back to them because there is no right answer for them. It would not look good in their eyes, in the public's eyes, and the answer they're going to give. But if there's no service, you can't charge a service fee. And realistically, and it's unfortunate, but they've been getting away with it, and they're going to continue to get away with it until our government can legislate uh, changes, fundamental changes. And I'm curious, Jazz, if, if you want, when you're getting ready to get back and you uh, make this part of your mandate, you will be reelected. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'll remember that. Out of curiosity, uh, this recent announcement of, for the Drake concert, why are ticket prices so high? Is it just a question of d- demand here? We can, they can get away with that much? Well, again, is we don't really know exactly how many tickets came on sale for the general public. So if we don't know that, how can they justify dynamic pricing? So it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really difficult to really, really explain it, the cart before the horse or whatever. But if you don't know, A, how can you come up with a plan B and this is what's going to happen? And, and that's the problem. If there's transparency, dynamic pricing would fall by the wayside. Yeah, absolutely. Kingsley, thanks for your time. No, Jazz, I appreciate it. Anytime you have any more questions about this world, I'd be happy to help you. <laughs> thanks so much.